you want more time, money, freedom, and have a business that's not reliant on you, then you're in the right place. Each week, Mark Creedon, along with some of the very best business minds in the world, will take you through simple, practical steps you can take to create the business you always wanted. From his own practical experience, Mark will show you how to work less, make more, and get the business you always wanted, the one that you deserve. Now here's your host, one of Australia's most sought-after business coaches, Mark Creedon. Hi, welcome to the latest edition of the Mastermind for Business podcast. I'm Mark Creedon, your host. In today's show, I'm going to talk to you about how you can become the CEO of your own business and get more done than you ever imagined possible. So if you ever look at people like you know Richard Branson and Elon Musk and all of those guys and go, how do they get so much done? I'm going to share a couple of secrets with you today. You are 100% in the right place to learn that. Let's get underway and talk about that right now. Okay, so when you look at people like like Branson, like, you know, I mean, when I took on the CEO role of the Metropole Group, Michael Yardney said to me, Michael, you know, how are you going to cope with everything you do in your Mastermind Business Accelerator program and looking after the Metropole Group? And I think there's there's two components to this. There's two ways that you can get so much more done. One is to focus on on your time and the other thing is to focus on people. We're going to talk about both of those processes right now. I just finished reading Dan Martell's book, Buy Back Your Time. Great book, by the way. But the thing that I really liked about it was that he reinforces something that I've sort of been saying to our mastermind clients for a very long period of time, and that is that time management of itself is a little bit of nonsense, really, because everybody only has 24 hours in the day, seven days a week, etc. So you can't really manage time you can only manage priorities, right? You can't manage time, you can only manage priorities. So it's about making sure that the, the time that you do spend is absolutely on the highest and best use of that time. And then that you're surrounding yourself with the people who you are working on and empowering. And you know that's something that we do in our mastermind program is our specialty, if you like, is helping you to free up your time so that you can then work on the right people to come up and replace you so that you actually have a business that's not reliant on you. Let's talk about time first. So one of the things that Martel talks about is he talks about creating a time audit and he talks about two weeks. I don't know that it needs to be two weeks, but certainly a couple of days, I think is ideal. And the concept is that you make a note across the day of absolutely every task that you do, absolutely every task that you do. And then at the end of the day, you then allocate a, a code to those tasks and he uses the traffic light system, which is probably a nice little segue to talk about traffic light as a system. I love I love the concept of traffic light systems. They're so simple. And let me give you a real world example. So again, in our mastermind program, every month we review every client in the program and we, we review them applying the traffic light principle. In other words, we'll look at each client and we'll ask ourselves this question, are they at a green, an amber or a red? If they're at a green, it means they're attending the, the sessions, they're on, on the Facebook tribe. They're downloading the stuff. They're watching the videos that we send them. They're, you know, they're attending everything. They're fine. They're good to go. They're really getting the most out of the program, and that's helping them to advance their business. 
and amber is well we see them on some things but they've kind of dropped off a little bit and and we're not we're not really seeing that they're moving to the next level and if they fall into amber that's a that's a, a quick reminder it's a shout out via the, the closed facebook group or it's an email that says hey you know notice that you haven't been what's going on everything okay drop on let's get you back on track and then the third one is a red and a red is you know these people have just kind of fallen off the face of the earth and it happens right because life gets in the way things get busy and if that's the case they get a phone call hey what's going on i haven't seen you on you you know let's book a, a session with mark let's get you onto a session with caroline let's uh, get you on to caroline's you know accountability and clarity session she does every wednesday mornings so you can use this concept, by the way, in your business. If you've got a, a business that requires regular connection with your clients, then the, the traffic light system is so much better because it's quantitative, right? It's a way of saying, you know, oh, how's, you know, George Smith going? Well, you know, if somebody answers, oh, yeah, no, I think he's doing okay. It's really not quantitative. Whereas we can go, well, you know what? He hasn't done this, this and this, but he has done this. Therefore, he's an amber. Now we've got a real quantitative approach to to how George is going, how George is going, and so using that that traffic light system is a really powerful tool for the way that you manage your relationship with your clients. Let's go back to Dan Martell's book though, and think about how he used it in terms of time. And what he did was this: he said, "You make a list of all of the tasks that you've done over the last 24, 48 hours, and then you allocate to eat to each of those tasks a traffic light and." The way the traffic light works is this. If it's a task that only you can do, and I think there's a little word of caution here because I think sometimes that we sort of look at it and go, well, nobody can do it as well as I can, or I can't think of somebody else who could do that, so therefore it's a green. And probably isn't. So green tasks should really be things that are that really only you can do. They're absolutely in your genius they're in your wheelhouse and they're where you perform at your best. Orange is a task that's, you know what, I, I probably need to have some involvement. But I don't really need to do it all. And and maybe it's if if I knew someone that I could unload that task to, then I would. Falls into the orange or the amber and then finally the red is, you know what, what, what was I thinking doing that? And I had an example where a couple of weeks ago I had, you know, one of the directors contact me to say that there was there was a dispute between a couple of staff members and the next thing I found myself, you know, mediating in this dispute. Now, looking after our team is is number one priority, right? People are the most important asset in your business. But it probably was either a red or an amber task. And I kind of got sucked into the trenches. I got sucked into into doing it when I shouldn't have. So what you do, make a list of all the tasks and then allocate the red, the amber, the green. Now the red tasks are the ones you want to get rid of. So now you've identified them. You need to move them on. And how you do that is by looking around your business and going, okay, if I'm not going to do this task, is there somebody either in my business, uh, in an outsourcing capacity, maybe somebody I can get some free help from? Uh, is it a coach? Is it a, a VA? Is it an accountability person? Whatever it might be. Who can I possibly get to take over this task from me and your your absolute priority and commitment should be to removing all red tasks from your list right you need to remove all red tasks from your list now i think the reason that that dan martell suggests that you do this over a couple of weeks is because you will see more of a pattern i actually did this exercise with uh, jackson milan's crew on, on a on a zoom session this morning 
And it was really interesting because some people had sort of 70% of their tasks in red, some people had 30% of their tasks in red, and it probably varies from, they were just looking at what they did yesterday. So it probably varies from day to day. So the concept of doing it over several days is probably a good idea. You'll probably see some variation, but more importantly, you'll start to see a pattern. And if you start to see a pattern to the things that are red, in other words, the things that you shouldn't be doing, then they're the things you need to get rid of. So number one, make the list of all your tasks. Number two, apply the traffic light system to it. Number three is then to take those reds and give them to somebody else. Now, a little word of caution, one of the biggest mistakes I see that, that business owners make when it comes to delegating or getting the red tasks off their list is they'll say to me, oh, Mark, look, that, that's fine, but you know, I can't think of anybody you know, who could do that task. In fact, one of the one of the business owners on the Zoom session this morning said, I've tried that. I've tried giving it away, but they don't do it. Right? I've tried it. They don't do it. And so I'm going to share with you a little secret around that in just a second, how you can make that happen. So we've made the list. We've allocated the traffic light. Now we're get, getting rid of the red things. Um, the mistake that you've got to make sure that you avoid is the thinking that nobody can do it as well as you can, and therefore that's a good reason not to delegate it. The reality is if you can find someone who can do the job at you know 70% or 80% as well as you would, because there are lots of tasks that nobody would do as well as you, but if you can find someone who could do that task at 70 or 80%, then that's probably going to be good enough. I mean, obviously, if, you are, if you're a surgeon, you know, I, I don't want surgeon delegating to another surgeon that can do it at 70% like you want it right. But the, but the, but the reality is that the vast majority of, his, of us in business and the vast majority of the tasks that we do, if we could get somebody to do them at 70 or 80%, that would be really good, you know, because we're big, the reason we're entrepreneurs is because we are perfectionists. You know, we hold ourselves to really high standards. We're probably tougher on ourselves than anybody else could ever be. So when you've made the list, you've identified the red items, now you need to delegate them. And don't go looking for the perfect solution. Look around you and think to yourself, who do I have around me who could take on that task and perform it at that 70 or 80% mark? And then you pass that task on to them. So that's what you want to do is move that task on. The next thing is look at your amber tasks. Now, can you either pass on the amber tasks or can you pass on a part of the amber tasks? Can you get some of that off your plate? And all we're doing here is a little bit like a pains and or gains and drains exercise where we go, you know, these red and amber things are really draining me. They're taking all, the to- all my time. It's why I can't get on and be my own CEO. I can't focus on things like the growth, the long-term plans, the strategy, looking after my people, looking after my clients. It's why clients fall into you know red on the traffic light system because I'm not giving them enough attention because I'm in the trenches doing, I'm working in it rather than working on it. How you get to get out of the trenches and work on it is by getting rid of a bunch of the things that you're doing that fall into absolutely that red and also that amber category. Now, here's the thing. If you've got a bunch of tasks that are red, good. Now we've identified them, we can move them on. Next, we've identified somebody we could give them to. What happens if when you give it to them, it doesn't get done or it ends up back on your plate? The reason that happens is because you haven't followed the basic rule of delegation. I'm going to share that with you right now. The basic, this is, this is delegation magic right here. 
the basic rule of delegation is this. When you delegate something, you are not delegating the task, you are delegating the responsibility for the task. I'm going to say that again because it's super important. When you delegate a task, you are not delegating the task, you're delegating the responsibility for the task. So what that means is if I was to give somebody a task and they came back and said to me, oh, you know, I'm a bit stuck, I don't know what to do next, rather than solving it, because solving it is not my responsibility. It's now their responsibility. So rather than solving it, I'll answer that with something like, sorry that you're stuck. What do you think your options are? What are the possible solutions? Where else could you look for a solution to this? How else could you solve this? What are the things that you could possibly do? And so what you're doing is you're now delegating the responsibility, which means they will step up we, we spoke at the very beginning of this episode of the podcast is that we, 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 I said that one of the things you need to do is to empower people, right? So remember, there were two things. We spoke about working on time, doing things the right thing and working on the right people in the right way. So they are inextricably linked because if you, if you empower the people around you by giving them responsibility, watch how they step up. How have I been able to continue to run the mastermind program and step into a CEO role it's because I really empowered the directors around me within the Metropole Group to help them to step up more and more and more. And the more that I empower them to do that, the less that I actually have to do. Now, a green task for me is the empowerment. Red tasks are actually doing the things that I know they can do. So that's some delegation gold for you is you just need to make sure that you are delegating the responsibility. And, and the way you do that is by when somebody comes back with an issue, they're not sure about what to do, you've got to answer those questions with questions. You've got to say to them, oh, I understand that you're stuck on that. that. That's tough. What do you think your options are? How do you think you should deal with it? And, and so the most important thing is that they come to you with some solutions. And, and I think Dan Martel talks about the 131 process there where he says there's one problem. They should come to you with, with one problem, three possible solutions, and then agree on a next step one next step. So one, three, and one. All right. So we've looked at time. We've broken up the tasks. We've broken them up into the traffic light. We've then looked at delegating. The next really important thing with that is to go, well, if I'm going to, going to delegate some of these, these red traffic light tasks, now I'm freeing my time up. I can take some of these CEO responsibilities, such as developing the vision, working out how to better communicate with the team, empowering the team, all of those sorts of things, and now I've got time to do them. You don't need necessarily to hire a CEO. You can become a CEO by thinking like a CEO and not thinking like a founder or a business owner. There's a little bit of a phenomenon called, you know, it's about the CEO founder phenomenon where it's about, you know, founders don't let go, right? A lot of founders build a business, they appoint a CEO and then they don't let go. And the CEO just becomes frustrated and ultimately leaves. And I've seen that time and time again. And, and the reason for that is because the founder just hasn't let go. So now is your opportunity. You don't necessarily need to employ a CEO. You can think like a CEO. You can be your own CEO. But how you do that is by letting go of a whole bunch of tasks that if you were paying a CEO a really big salary, you wouldn't want him counting paperclips, him or her counting paperclips or fixing the photocopier. Right? So why are you doing it? I remember speaking with a coach that I had years ago and 
Jack was a, was a great coach and he always used to say to me, when he went into a business, the first thing he would say to the owners of the business, the founders of the business is, hey, if the photocopy breaks, who do I speak to? And if they said me, then he knew that he had a significant task on his hands. So once you realize that you can be your own CEO and how you do that is by thinking like a CEO, developing like a CEO, getting things off your plate like a CEO and only focusing on the things that are highest to best use of your time, you're going to be well on your way. The next thing then is to empower the people around you. How you empower them is by delegating the responsibility. You don't delegate the task, you delegate the responsibility and they will then step up to that plate and you'll determine pretty quickly whether they are the right people to get you to that next level. Once you start understanding the delegation of responsibility, you're going to find that super easy. Quick recap. What are we going to do? We're going to make a list of the tasks we do. We're going to do a bit of a task audit. We're going to assign a traffic light system to it. We're going to then take all of the reds and we're going to give them to someone else to do. We're going to take some of the ambers. We're going to give them to somebody else to do. And then we're going to fill the time slots from those reds and ambers with things that are at a much higher level. Now, here's another little point I want to share with you about, about you know, allocating those times. If you have decided that, okay, there's some tasks I'm not going to do anymore, I'm not going to fill them with these much higher level tasks, the way that you make sure those things happen, because on the Zoom session I did this morning, I said to the guys there, okay, so you've got rid of a bunch of red tasks, when are you going to do it? In other words, what are you going to do differently next week to what you did last week? And what you have to do is you have to allocate dedicated time in your calendar to do that. So if you're going to go, do you know what? I'm going to get rid of all of these menial tasks. I'm going to give them to someone. I'm going to do it Monday morning. Then I'm going to focus my time on, say, you know, creating a vision for my business, creating a very clear vision path. When are you going to do that? And you must allocate dedicated time in your calendar. Wednesday, in fact, somebody said this morning, Wednesday between 2 and 4 p.m. That's perfect. Next week is not an answer. Next Wednesday is not an answer. But next Wednesday between 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. absolutely is an answer. Can't impress upon you the importance enough of being very clear around, you know, set times. If you lock those times in your calendar, then we know it's actually going to happen. So I'm going to do a really quick recap. What we spoke about here was how do you get more done in your day? And in some ways, how do you kind of move to that next level so that you're no longer thinking like, uh, you know, a founder or a business owner that has to do everything. And you you are thinking like an, an external CEO that you've brought into the business. How you do that is by making sure that you're focusing on the right things at the right time and you're, and you're giving the right people the right empowerment. Make your list, use the traffic light system, get rid of the reds, start to move the oranges on, focus on the greens, fill your calendar now with greens preload them into your calendar. We'll talk about that calendar preloading in another episode. Preload them into your calendar and then make sure that the people that you're delegating the reds and the and the oranges or the ambers to, that you're actually delegating the responsibility for it and you'll watch them feel a lot more empowered. That's how you get so much done. That's how Richard Branson runs 32 different companies. That's how he does it. It's because he doesn't do everything. He values his time. And he makes sure that when he delegates, he delegates responsibility. Take that bit of delegation gold with you. Hey, if you have got value out of the things that we've spoken about today, please love you to review the podcast. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's something you would like to hear. Or more importantly, 
please share the podcast, share the podcast, share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with your business associates, people you know who would get benefit from it. If you are in a service business or a professional practice and you're listening to this and you go, yeah, you know, this is great. I'd love to implement the stuff in my business. This is the sort of thing that we implement every single week with our mastermind clients, metropolemastermind.com.au. Love to have a chat with you. I'm Mark Creedon. Look forward to chatting with you in the next episode of the Mastermind for Business podcast. Thanks for joining us on the Mastermind for Business podcast. If you're ready to have a business that you're not a slave to, check out metropolemastermind.com.au or have a chat with Mark and the team at all the W's, see what's possible dot today.